0: Hey there, Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to The Bardo Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Bardo where we talk about health, happiness, and anything else that's important to us humans. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast by visiting thebarardo.com or just click the little subscribe button wherever you listen to the podcast. And be sure to check out my Instagram at theberardo for all the latest videos and content. Thanks so much and enjoy the episode. It's just funny. It's just funny. You know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here. Come here, yeah, he's crazy ladies and gents, what's going on? if you're watching me on YouTube, you could definitely see him in the hospital. Oh, I look like shit, sorry, but I wanted to <clears throat> of people probably think, well, why would you do a podcast when you're in the hospital? And I would say to those people, well, if you know me, you know that I love doing the podcast and I haven't done one in almost two weeks. And um, I started the podcast to kind of like a journal to express how I feel. And, and you know, I've been feeling a lot last couple days, got a lot going through my head. And um, frankly, I'm just bored of. Watching the same repeat of movies that's on here, and uh, as much as I love The Office, it's on repeat on Comedy Central. So I I don't know if I can handle just laying in a bed. You know, it's bad enough I gotta stay in this bed and I can't get outside and, you know, be active. So last thing I wanted to do is just stay on my ass and be depressed. You know, I wanted to get out and, uh, you know, I'm in this little recliner now. <clears throat> and just kind of trying to stand up, because usually when I lie down, uh, <clears throat> I start coughing a lot more, and you know it gets a little shitty. So so if you don't know, I uh, for about two weeks now I was super super sick. I got back from Kentucky and for work, and uh, I was feeling fine for a couple days, and then uh, I don't know maybe like two Wednesdays ago. So two weeks ago, I started just getting like flu like symptoms. Right. So of course I naturally nowadays you think it's COVID. So I got a COVID test for the next day that came back negative, uh, no Rona. So that's positive. (coughs) And then, um, they also test me for like flu and strep and things like that. I just did that like a CVS. And And then I ended up just, uh, you know, taking Tylenol and, and trying to fight through it. Long story short, about eight days go by, uh, and it wasn't getting any better. So I went to urgent care, and they did an uh, X-ray on me, and, you know, it turns out I had or I have pneumonia. So uh, they gave me some antibiotics for a week, and I took those for about five days, four or five days. And it was, it felt like it was getting worse. It wasn't getting any better. So I went back to urgent care, called him up and said, Hey, I think you guys need to do another x-ray because something's wrong. Like I went, you know, almost two weeks of having a fever of 102 degrees every, every single day. And at night I was like drenched. Um, And I've had, you know, flu like symptoms before. I mean, this was like, this was way different. Like it was at the point where, you know, it looked like it was a sweat massacre in, in that bed. And this whole time, of course, I'm sleeping at the guest, the guest room because I'm trying to keep my distance from my wife, right, because I didn't know what it was. I mean, they say pneumonia, but who knows? It could be something else. So kept my distance anyway, but I ended up uh, going back to urgent care and told them all this, and they did another x-ray. And they go, oh, yeah, it's gotten worse. We need to take it to the ER. So they told me to go to the ER right afterwards, so they could do a CT scan, which is a little bit more in depth. And that C- CT scan I did um, this past Friday, <clears throat> and um, they admitted me to the hospital because they saw a, uh, a growth uh, in my right lung. Um, you know, they don't—they don't really know what it is. You know, the—I uh, <coughs> mean, the doctors are pretty one one doctor's kind of optimistic and then you have like the other doctor it's like good cop bad cop thing and then one doctor's like yeah you know it's uh if you didn't come here in six months you know you you might not have made it like that type of doctor so uh you know i definitely broke down after he told me that that was like the the pessimistic doctor and You know, I know when they look at the CT scan, it's still, you don't really know what it is. So they just see a growth and they see pneumonia around it. So naturally they're like, well, I mean, this is a young kid. There's really only one option, right? It's either, you know, it could be nothing serious or it could be, you know, something serious. So they, they gave me both options, but they said most likely it's a, uh, it's a tumor or a growth in my lung, but, you know, it could be something minor. Which isn't it so fucking weird with doctors? <laughs> like how do they, how do they, uh, I don't know. How do you have those conversations? It's so strange that they can say that. Oh, it could be a tumor, but it might not be. We don't know. Anyway, that was Friday. So I've been sitting with that for <clears throat> today's Sunday. So for two days. And then, uh, you know, the doctor just came in this morning and told me, all uh, right, well, we got, he's a, he's a lung specialist. <laughs> he's a lung specialist and he said we're going to schedule it for uh, Monday morning between like 7 and 11 and uh, we're going to take a scope down there um, I forget what it's called but they're going to take a scope go down check out what's going on in the lung and uh, and then you know take a biopsy if needed or if they got to do something else they can they can you know suck something out apparently it's it's like a function Swiss army knife of a of a scope. So, uh, that's Monday, that's tomorrow. (laughs) Um, you know, my symptoms are pneumonia and I, you know, they, they told me that I have pneumonia around this quote unquote growth. So if you haven't had pneumonia, it's, um, it's pretty rough. Um, even without whatever I got in my lung, it's like even shortness of breath, like I think this is the most I've talked. I probably shouldn't even be doing this podcast, but I'm so bored. <clears throat> I don't want to take so much of Brenda's time. You know, I know she, if it was up to her, she'd be here all day, but I don't want her to do that. Spent her weekend, you know, doing something semi fun or at least, I don't know go to starbucks and target and spend my money i guess whatever's gonna make her happy there's no reason for both of us to be miserable so i just wanted to do this yeah pneumonia is not uh not fun it's flu-like symptoms um you know and essentially it's a uh, either a viral or a bacterial infection that um you, it's just your body's way of fighting off you know similar to the flu but uh you know, the fact that it's in the lungs is not is not good, naturally. It's not good anywhere, but it's blocking some airways. And then, of course, there's this mass that apparently is in there, and that's why the antibiotics, I guess, weren't working, because it's not, um, you know, the problem is not necessarily the pneumonia. The problem is whatever is, is surrounding it. So, um, you know, and also it doesn't help, too, uh, that I got Crohn's some of the doctors uh, and if you don't know Crohn's is a uh, it's an autoimmune disease so naturally my immune system is like shot um, that's why I try to be as healthy as I can and even as a healthy individual um, you know you're you could still get sick and I I normally don't get that's what's funny is I don't get sick like I don't get a cold you know or I don't get like a runny nose or allergies like none of that shit but I get this, <laughs> so it's like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have like a cold a couple times a year, or like every two years you get something like this? That's what happens to me. About every like eighteen months or two years, I get like put in the hospital for either my Crohn's or you know, God only knows what this shit is. You know, an auto autoimmune, autoimmune disease like Crohn's. Um, there's there's no cure for it, so I've been I've been playing around with A lot of ways to you know go through remission and and solve the problem myself because there's a lot of medicines out there that that's shown to help Crohn's patients but you know mine is all my my Crohn's is not getting worse you know four years ago when i was diagnosed apparently i've had it for like years before but it's essentially just scar tissue built up in the intestines and that affects how your bowel movements are and you know um, sometimes I get so blocked up that it gets, it just shuts down and my intestines don't work. And as you can imagine, that is not fun. Um, so I haven't really tried a lot of medicines that the doctors give me, uh, or recommend rather, except I did do one, um, a couple years ago and it was Humira. You probably see those commercials all the time. Highly recommended by a lot of doctors, <laughs> but unfortunately I did it. And it's an intramuscular shot. So you take a shot. I think it's like a couple times a month. I forget. I think it's every, it's either every week or every two weeks. Yeah. And, and it was fine for a couple months. Like took like six months. I was fine. And then I started getting this, um, the skin, like the skin um, infection on my thigh. And I got so bad to where it was almost like, not to get too gross, but it was like a, um, it was like a big hole almost in my skin. And, um, so I went to the ER and they told me to get off Humera and man, I was so pissed. I was so fucking pissed. Cause that put me down for a while. And, uh, it was more annoying because I told myself that, you know, I could fight this thing on my own, you know, with eating and, just good nutrition and you know, I can manage it and I have been, and then I ended up taking this Humira stuff. And you know, for some people it might work, for some people it doesn't, I don't know. So if you know someone that's on it, hey, you know, not everyone's gonna have negative reactions, but I did, so I stopped taking it. And um, what worries me the most about that, the reason I bring it up is because this lung specialist says, you know, because of that, it, uh, one of the side effects of drugs like that is, you know, you could um, have a higher risk of cancer and some other uh, pretty bad chronic diseases. So that worries me a little bit because of this quote unquote growth they keep talking about. Um, and I would just go absolutely ape shit if I knew it was because of this drug you know, because it's, um, it's like this with a lot of stuff, right? Like, <clears throat> that's why I think it's important that I, I wanted to talk about this because not just the fact of what I'm dealing with right now, but we're all going to get sick. There's always going to be something, you know, I got, I got pneumonia and whatever the fuck else this is. And, you know, you got variants of COVID and all this stuff, but you know, even still now, with <coughs> with everything going on, people still don't talk about you know how to be healthier. Yeah, you know, like if they're not pushing that more than anything. It's just so strange to me. I mean, here's a here's a good example. I pulled this up. This is from um, HopkinsMedicine.org, and it says diseases to uh, fight against COVID and SARS-related diseases. Uh, Be aware of the infection rates in your area. Um, Practice physical distancing. Wear your mask in crowded or indoor situations. Practice good hand hygiene. So wash your hands for 20 seconds. We hear about that. It says take precautions if you are living with or caring for someone who is sick or elderly. If you feel sick, follow these guidelines. So that's how to prevent COVID. And I guess that that's all true from what we're told, but I mean, what's even more crazy to me is like, this is actually from familydoctor.org and you could find this a lot of other space, but you know, this just talks about overall maintaining your health and maintaining your health is, you know, number one is eat healthy, so you know what you actually eat is closer to your health based off various studies and a balanced nutrition has many many benefits uh, by making healthier food choice you can actually prevent some of uh, you could prevent or treat some major conditions these include heart disease stroke and diabetes the lvi can help you lose weight and lower cholesterol as well get regular get regular exercise that's another one so exercise can also prevent heart di- heart disease stroke, diabetes, and colon cancer. It can treat depression and high blood pressure. Um, lose weight if you are overweight, it says. Carrying too much weight. So carrying, like physically carrying too much weight increases your risk for several health conditions like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, type two diabetes, cancers, gallbladder disease, and stroke. Another one protect your protect your skin. Sun exposure is linked to skin cancer this is the most common type of cancer in the United States. It's best to limit your time in between going outside and staying indoors. Be sure to wear protective clothing and hats when you do go outside. Use sunscreen year-round no matter the weather conditions. Even on your fa- even on your face and hands. And that sun's a funny thing, right? Because sun the sun is like the thing that we need to live, like we need vitamin D and we need the sun to keep the earth at its temperature, but it can also kill us. <laughs> like, it's terrifying. Um, another way to stay healthy is uh, practice safe sex. That's a good one. Um, might not feel as good, but it is good. Safe sex is good for your emotional and physical health. The safest form of sex is between two people who only have sex with each other. Use protection to prevent sexual transmitted diseases, parentheses, SCDs. condoms kind of are the most effective form. Of prevention, talk to a doctor. Doctor, if you have not got tested for STDs, uh, Another one to say healthy is don't smoke or use tobacco. Now I did smoke for many years. A lot of people don't know that, um, which also worries me about this fucking growth uh, in my lung. I smoked for about I don't know six years, seven years, maybe on and off. Uh, could be eight. But, you know, when I was at my peak of smoking, I smoked a lot. I mean, I smoked half-pack a day, maybe. So, this does worry me a little bit. Um, Even though it was so long ago, sometimes it doesn't matter. You know, sometimes things lay dormant. And, you know, it's a little terrifying. And, uh, you know, my parents always told me not to and all this bullshit. And, God, it's just so weird, like... Your mental, the mental clarity I have now with everything, not just the decisions I make, but, you know, future planning and finances and, uh, you know, education of the body and, you know, all that stuff is obviously, it's (laughs) disproportionately, (laughs) I know way more now than I did, obviously at 18. I think we all are in that boat, but it's uh. It's not, I didn't go to college. I mean, I dropped out of college. So everything I learned, I either learned through reading or, you know, through trial and error on the streets, you know, with, with friends and family. And I learned a lot doing this podcast and talking to people. But <coughs> God, it's so funny. Like, I just ignored so much stuff in, uh, in my teens and in my 20s, thinking I was invincible. And I just think I'm paying the price for it now. And I just hope it's not too late that I can't, uh, you know, I've tried for years to recover from this stuff and from, uh, you know, from my past and all that. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's kind of hard to swallow, you know, because you don't, you don't, uh, you think you do all the right things, you know, like, I'm. I'm thinking I'm doing all the right things right on a daily basis. And maybe I am. I mean, maybe if I didn't, maybe if I didn't do half the stuff that I do and, you know, for my health, like working out and doing cardio and eating right, maybe I would be in a worse spot. You know, maybe I wouldn't be able to handle what's happening to me right now. But it just kind of feels that every time I get up and I just keep getting pushed down, and you know we know that's life, right? It's it's not it's not how hard you hit, it's how how hard you can get hit, and then keep moving forward. You know that's that's what life's about is like taking the hits. And um, fuck, man, I just feel like I've been taking a lot of hits these last like five six years. And you know I feel bad for my wife and my family because they got to deal with this shit. It's so stressful. And you know <clears throat> I do want to thank. Everybody that's reached out, you know, I should have said that from the beginning, but if you stuck it out through this podcast, I just want to say thank you for, for everybody that's, uh, sent me texts and, you know, DMs and all that, uh, wishing me a speedy recovery and, you know, that I'm in your prayers and, and that means a lot. So I, I thank you guys for that. And, you know, I hope it's nothing serious. Um, you know, I'm trying to stay optimistic. Uh, it's hard when the doctors don't even know, you know, they don't even know what it is, right? They're like, I mean, they're trying to stay objective and they don't want to be so matter of fact until they find out for sure. But then also becomes like, it's Monday tomorrow. They do this thing. They figure out what it is. What if they got to go back in there and then it's Christmas in a couple days. And they even ask me like, what I, you know, what, how do I feel about that? And I told him to give a shit, like, whatever we got to do, let's just take care of it. You know, I don't don't mind skipping Christmas or having Christmas here if it means that you're going to get this thing out of me, whatever it is, or if I got to recover here because it's it's better than at home. I mean, Christmas is just a made-up holiday. You know, we made it up. It's a fact. We do things because we made it up like we buy Christmas trees because years and years and years ago we (laughs) one guy decided that that was going to be the symbol and then it just got passed on from generation to generation same thing with you know a wedding ring do you know that that was invented by I think it was the guys that started uh Zales I want to say maybe it wasn't um but yeah someone invented the engagement ring to show true love it was a marketing like it was just a sign. And then we did it. So that's how Christmas is to me in those major holidays. I mean, I love it. I would love to spend time with family and you know, do stuff, but <clears throat> I definitely want to take care of take care of this. And you know, unfortunately, I mean, they have less doctors on staff, so it's it's kind of even even uh, for tomorrow we said it was gonna be a challenge a little bit to get people, but he's gonna do it just to see what this is. So I mean, I think the overall message of this is, I just want to get on here and say that even um, even here where I feel like I feel like this is going to be, no matter what, a tough recovery. Um, you know, but I think you all should should get out there and, and try to be as healthy as you can, because um, again, I'm very I'm very blessed that I was able to. <clears throat> pick up a lot of knowledge in my, in my years in, in the health industry. And I've been practicing good health for a long time and I feel like I've gotten better at it. And, <coughs> you know, I talk about how I got off Humira, right? Well, I'm, I'm happy to say that I haven't had a Crohn's issue where I've had to get hospitalized. Normally I would have to get hospitalized, but I had to get, I haven't had one where I had to get hospitalized in quite some time. I think almost eighteen months, if I remember. The only thing I had to get hospitalized for was that humera thing, but physically for you know my Crohn's, I haven't. Now I've had attacks at home, but now they're a little bit more manageable, and I kind of know how to deal with them. Where I'll just juice, or I'll just kind of lay down and just you know uh, get rest and and not eat and kind of let it pass. Takes a couple days, which I'll take that over going to the hospital any day of the week, right? But I think it's important that we all get a little bit more healthy. You know, look at what's going on with COVID and, I mean, pneumonia, I've already, I have four people that I know or four people that have, you know, friends of friends. But there's four direct people that I know that either have had pneumonia in the past year or know someone that has. And they've never had it before. And, I, you know, I don't, again, I don't want to make this a vax talk because I got my vaccine, both of them. And, I, you know, I'm probably going to get the booster as well once I get out of here. Or I might get it here if they offer it once my immune system ramps up again. But um, I think everyone should get it if you need to get it, you know. Uh, if you feel like you need to get it, get it. Um... I don't think there's a conspiracy theory around it by any means. But I do think we gotta be a little bit a little bit careful because somehow we're getting more we're getting more illnesses. <laughs> not just not just this pandemic, but these variants just keep coming and coming. And why do they keep coming? Well, is it because people aren't getting vaxed? Maybe. I mean a lot of people are vaxxed. But around the world we're still getting a lot of different illnesses like pneumonia and (coughs) and people are getting uh you know more and more sick your allergies might be getting worse and i think we just have to understand kind of science and how it works a little bit to where sometimes when you're not exposed to things on a daily basis that our body can be used to something like pneumonia could happen to me or to you just because your body can't handle the common cold and you get the common cold and the next thing you know it develops into a serious viral or bacterial infection for instance in the lungs like what i have and uh i haven't been exposed to a lot right because i've i've been inside and i've been wearing my mask and i haven't gone outside to associate with people as much you know and uh believe it or not like that bad bacteria is sometimes good for us. It's good so our body can fight it off. You know, there, there's a lot of studies like with peanut, with people who have peanut allergies, where they'll bring in kids that have peanut allergies for years and they'll start microdosing, giving them peanuts every day. And yeah, they get little reactions here and there, but eventually now they don't have an allergy to peanuts. And the reason that is, is because they're just given that microdose. And their body gets used to and figures out how to react to it and we're not getting that anymore like we're not getting that on a daily basis like we did three years ago you know the last two years we've all been inside and then when we go outside we have to wear these masks so we're so we're getting covered up and we're inhaling our own gunk and we're not getting actual real oxygen you know every single day so i don't know man it's just it's it's disconcerting that our government isn't focusing more on our overall well-being and they're just worried about being you know reactive to these viruses instead of proactive you know we have to treat the problem because you know Omicron, Delta, COVID, SARS all these diseases there's going to be another one next year and the year after and the year after and the year after but if we don't figure out the problem overall about getting this country getting this world just healthier in general we're going to get a lot more diseases the answer is not let's create a vaccine every time we get a disease and let's have everyone messed up that's not the answer i think if you talk to any scientists they'll tell you that i'm no expert but i'm just telling you that you know just from my experience and what i know about the health industry that's not the answer so what is the answer i don't know but i just know that if every single person is healthy it's going to it's gonna help our chances of not spreading a lot of diseases. Because if you have a vast majority of the population that's unhealthy, these are the people that actually get the diseases and die from the diseases. So if we can avoid that, let's start there. Let's get people healthier first overall. You know, again I'm very blessed and very, very happy that I am as healthy as I am because I've gone I've gone through the ringer a lot. <laughs> and I'm I'm very I'm very confident if I wasn't as healthy as I am, I'd be in a different situation right now. So I'm going to keep fighting. And uh, again, I'm not sure what this thing is I got, but I just hope everybody out there just knows, uh, you know, that I'm good. And uh, I got a great wife. She's taking care of me. And, uh, you know, my parents are great. My pops came to visit me the other day. And, you know, everything's fine. We're all good. and, And this thing tomorrow, hopefully it's nothing crazy we'll get through it, but I'll try to keep you guys posted as much as I can. And like I said, thanks for listening because I'm in this hospital and I'm bored out of my fucking mind. So I appreciate you guys. All right. Talk to you later. Peace.